Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. My name is Richard Bryant, and I am your host. It's April 21st, 2020. This is the Corona Chronicles, Day 40. Here are some of today's news and notes. We're starting off today internationally from our friends at the Theater Times. One of their current articles, Street Play, Shira-e Nakab, brings awareness about the coronavirus. This was posted by Niraja Murthy from India. It says here, originally a street play, Shira-e Nakab was put together by Pune-based group Swantantra Theater. The scene opens with a man wearing a mask reading news related to coronavirus in a newspaper. His son walks in excitedly to show the college letter informing him of a scholarship from Barcelona University for a master's of science. The father is not happy, though, because of the corona pandemic across the world. When the son says this is a lifetime opportunity, the father quips, We only live once. Swantantra Theater's new play, Shir-e-Nakab, or City Under Mask, COVID-19 is a character with a voice. It comes silently, begins destruction, and says, I have had many friends, like swine flu, Ebola, Nipah, and Dengue. I have captured cities, countries, and now the world. You cannot take me lightly. There can be consequences if precautions are not taken seriously. Directed by Abjit Chudri, the play unravels the connection between nature and mankind where mankind has destroyed nature for many centuries. It's about our relationship to the planet and the signs we dismissed where we could have curbed the disease before it caused thousands of deaths worldwide. We paid a big price for this ignorance, says Abjit. The 17-minute play was originally planned as a street play, but once travel restrictions were imposed, the group launched it digitally, bringing in elements of street and stage theater. The play blends both mediums by using a black backdrop in most scenes while keeping the street feeling intact with minimal musical instruments. My team, Danashri Hedlikar, who is the creative director, producer Yuraj Shah, and a team of actors have created a different style of approach to performing. The voice was toned down to create a street form on the stage easily. The actors clapping and snapping fingers became the set, voice, and music sung live with help of minimal instruments. Colorful dupatas have been used to create images. We had to create time and space through content and delivery. With eight actors wearing masks, the aim of Shahir is to bring multifold awareness. The play deals with the virus, past pandemic situations, people's casual attitude, rumors, and how even virtual marriages can be done so those huge gatherings can be avoided. The play also talks about the black marketing of fake sanitizers and selling masks at an unreasonable price. Many rumors are being sped on WhatsApp. We want to bring awareness of how fake sanitizers have become a business, and if sanitizers are not available, cleaning hands with a good soap and water is also enough. Co-founded by Danhanshri Heblikar, Yuraj Shah, and Abjit, Swantantra Theater was launched in 2006 and now has 55 members. In its 14-year journey, the group working mostly in Hindi has done a lot of thought-provoking and experimental theater. We work mostly on social issues. Some of the themes were on swine flu, trafficking, water conservation, and saving endangered tigers. This article was originally posted 
at thehindu.com on March 25th, 2020, and has been reposted with permission on the Theater Times. Of course, a link to the original article will be provided in today's news and notes. Also from the, from the Theater Times, Drama During COVID-19, How Theater is Going Online. From play readings and performances on Facebook, live to apps that access play scripts, the online space is giving theater lovers in the city the much-needed antidote to these grim days. Who would want to miss Andrew Scott with his impeccable British accent and sculpted looks as Shakespeare's tragic hero, Hamlet, performing what can be considered one of the most iconic soliloquies of all time? To be or not to be? That is the question. The actor begins, For theater enthusiasts sitting many miles away, it is often that we get to the audiences to Broadway and West End productions or those of the Globe Theater. But with the COVID-19 pandemic affecting the cultural intake and contribution of the city and largely the world, the digital space is throwing suggestions and opportunities left, right, and center. Although nothing can equal the experience that a stage performance with hundreds packed in an auditorium gives, it is imperative to adapt to the circumstances that surround us. Actors, directors, and technicians across the world that make the medium of theater thrive have decided to take this challenge head-on. The fact that social and physical interaction are key components of the genre is what makes this challenging. The age of IGTV and Facebook Live have changed the format altogether. What was once used to provoke sneak peeks into the lives of celebrities has now become a global stage for performing artists to cater to their social distancing connoisseurs every evening. Though we do not have yet have anything even remotely close to the New York-based 24-hour play format, where homebound screenwriters and directors are commissioned to, to devise a play featuring homebound actors within the span of 24 hours, some Chennai-based theater enthusiasts are seeing this as an opportunity to turn things around. Krishakti, a group that focuses mostly on theater and education, has been devising a way to keep its little audiences entertained. With help of its in-house illustrator, Priscilla Dillon, it has been putting out comic strips, one panel a day, on its social media handles, titled The Adventures of Pandi and Mimiksha. Of course, if you'd like to read this entire article, please visit thetheatertimes.com. Again, this article is called Drama During COVID-19, How Theater is Going Online. This article came from India. Also, if you'd like to read the original article, it was posted at The Hindu on April 3rd, 2020, and has been reposted with permission by The Theater Times. Finally, to close out our more international news, please check out What's On Stage. Recently, they've posted wonderful editor's picks that take on such subjects as talking about in the Heights movie moves at moving its release date to June 2021. The Leave a Light On series, new week of online musical performers have been announced. Stephen Fry, Joe Brand, and Giles Brandreth to host the Riverside Studios charity Quiz Nights, and the Royal Shakespeare Company to add six shows to BBC iPlayer for Shakespeare's birthday. Of course, there are many, many other pieces of, of information and articles for you to check out. So again, I encourage you to check out not only thetheatertimes.com, but also whatsonstage.com for many of your international theater news. 
page two. Working our way back to the United States, the 2020 Drama Desk nominations, Soft Power, The Wrong Man, lead the pack in a condensed season. This article comes from Playbill.com and was recently posted by Ryan McPhee. The 75th annual ceremony, now taking place virtually, will go on as scheduled in the week of the coronavirus pandemic. Nominations for the 2020 Drama Desk Awards were revealed April 21st on the afternoon edition of Stars in the House, the daily live stream benefit for the Actors Fund hosted by Seth Rudetsky and James Wesley. The series itself was named an honorary recipient during the announcement. As previously reported, the 65th annual ceremony will take place as scheduled May 31st, albeit digitally instead of a town hall due to continued restrictions on mass gatherings in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. Because of the March shutdown of New York productions on Broadway, off-Broadway, and beyond, the eligibility window for the season was revised to end March 11th. Soft Power, the collaboration between playwright David Henry Huang and composer Janine Tesori, topped the list with 11 nominations for its New York premiere at the Public Theater last year. In addition to Outstanding Musical, the show's nominations included nods to both Huang and Tesori, director Lee Silverman, and stars Francis Ju, also nominated for Cambodian Rock Band, Conrad Ricamora, and Elise Allen Louise. Additional frontrunners include two other new musicals that played off-Broadway, The Wrong Man receiving nine nominations and Octet receiving eight, with plays Halfway Bitches Go Straight to Heaven led the pack, also earning eight nods. As the Drama Desk Awards recognize Broadway, off-Broadway, and off-off-Broadway works each year, two productions, the Broadway transfers of Slave Play and Girl from the North Country, were only deemed eligible for elements considered new work to the show. Similarly, the new engagements of Seawall, A Life, Darren Brown, Secret, Slava's Snowshoe, and Pip's Island were not considered as they had been deemed eligible in previous seasons. The 2 p.m. stars in the house stream also featured a reunion with cast members from the Broadway run of Urinetown, including Hunter Foster, Spencer Caden, Jeff McCarthy, Nancy Opal, and Jennifer Laura Thompson. As with previous episodes of the series, viewers are encouraged to donate to the Actors Fund. Of course, you can read the full list of nominations by visiting playbill.com and again looking for the article that says the 2020 Drama Desk Nominations. From our friends at USITT, they continue on today in their series of posts from designers whose productions were canceled or postponed today with lighting plots from Corey Goulden Naito. Corey is a senior at UMBC Department of Theater and was the lighting designer for the school's production of Trouble in Mind by Alice Childress. Here is Corey's description of the design. Trouble in Mind takes place backstage at a theater during rehearsals for a fictionalized first integrated show on Broadway. So I am aimed to create the reality of the theater using reflected light and other forms of lighting that did not look like traditional stage lighting coupled with practical lighting elements to serve as grounding elements, supported by more traditional stage lighting techniques. My goal was to create a strong sense of realism and really give the theater a strong sense of authenticity, to stand in strong juxtaposition with the Tennessee Williams-esque selective reality of the play within the play, and the vibrancy, color, and life of the blues record that is tied to the grand remembered past of the lead actress, Willetta, that appears throughout the show. 
course, if you'd like to see Corey's work, please visit USITT's Facebook page or many of their other social media platforms. Also, USITT wanted to share another amazing resource, this time from USITT's organizational member and exhibitor, Ari. The team at Ari has released an 11-part video series, part of its Ari Academy, titled Lighting Systems Control, which is taught and hosted by lighting, professor, lighting professional and author Richard Sedina. The course goes over the basics of digital lighting control techniques and technologies. Of course, there is no need to, to register. A link for this, for this resource will be provided. And finally, USITT, along with the African Theater Association, presents Woza Africa, Theater in the African Context, as a free digital education resource from the African Theater Association, designed for secondary schools, drama, theater groups, or interested individuals who may want to see it, especially with the current challenges of homeschooling. Also, if you're interested in many things international, please also check out USITT's international Facebook page. Constantly updated, always interesting. And finally, from our friends at the Scenic Artists, Fabricators, and Set Designers Public Group. The Visual Arts Contest by the FTLO Theater is seeking visual artists to send in images of their paintings, photos, sketches, cosplay art, quilts, etc. Inspired by the tale of the soldier and death, as can be seen summarized at the bottom of the post that they have on their public site. Your artwork could be featured on FTLO's Facebook page and in YouTube Radio Play series. They encourage to please send all submissions via FTLO Theater Messenger. Three contestants of all ages will win $25 gift cards, and three contestants under the age of 17 will win $10 gift cards. So get crafting, folks. We can't wait to see what you come up with. Stay safe and stay artsy. Here is the story of the soldier and death. The tale of a valiant soldier released from service after his many faithful years with no more than three biscuits to sustain him on his travels. He meets a beggar or multiple on his travels in which he shares his food. For his kindness, then the man is gifted a magical bag and playing cards, or in some translations, dice. The soldier uses his newfound presence to cheat the supernatural, varying, of course, varying per story, but usually death himself. If you visit the Scenic Artists, Fabricators, and Set Designers Facebook group, you'll see that they say that this is just a teaser, for we don't want to give too much away. For more info, try searching the folktale on Google. This post was presented by Taylor Acevedo. So please P private message him with any questions. Again, please check out scenic artists, fabricators, and set designers. And as it says before, contestants are welcome under the age of 17 to participate. So let's get those kids being creative and use all that good energy that they've got stored up to enter this contest. Before I conclude today's podcast, I'd like to once again extend my gratitude to the many healthcare workers, the nurses, the doctors, the first responders, the attendants and the assistants, 
all those who are working to help save lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please join me in continuing to support these women and men as they face this near impossible task of saving lives in the face of such great adversity. Please support your local food bank and shelters. If possible, donate blood at one of your local Red Crosses. Be sure to check in on the elderly and support those who have special needs. Reach out to a friend and help not only make their day, but also improve your own. I'd like to conclude today's show with this quote. The gratification comes in the doing, not in the results. This is from American actor James Dean. As I said in the very top of the show, this is show number 40. 40 episodes of bringing you news and notes of all types, all sizes, all variety. My goal for this podcast was not to get listeners, not to create some sort of newfangled thing, but just to give myself an opportunity to talk to you, to, to reach out to you, my, my extended family, away from my own family, who I can't get to see because, unfortunately, I can't leave this island. The borders are closed. There are no flights. So I get to do each day what I think is best for me to give to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. Thank you for being here. Without you, I'd probably be just talking to myself. And maybe I am. And that's okay, too. At least I'm still talking and hopefully keeping a smile on my face as I do it. My name is Richard Bryant, and I have been your host. It's April 21st, 2020. This has been the Corona Chronicles, Day 40. Take care, be well, and good night. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on how to make this podcast better, please send them to archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's archivett24 at yahoo.com.